Welcome to Meet the Filmmakers at the Apple Store Regent Street in London. Please welcome guest moderator from Heat Magazine, Boyd Hilton. Thank you, thank you. Uh, oh, what a crowd. Thanks you all for coming to this incredibly exciting special event, um, the most exciting special event in our lives. Pretty much. Special thanks to everyone who queued at 7 a.m. this morning, I think. Um, incredible. And we've got a, an amazing lineup of people to talk about the greatest show on TV. But just to whet your appetite, just to remind you, in case you had no idea what we're going to be talking about, here's a little reminder of the brilliance of Sherlock. Sherlock! I don't care how you faked it. I want to know why. The one person he thought didn't matter at all to me was the one person that mattered the most. I think I'll surprise John. Hmm. Welcome to Baker Street. Who knows? Jump out of a cake. Baker Street? He isn't there anymore. It's been two years. He's got on with his life. What life? I've been away. alert has been raised to critical. Welcome to my world. An attack is coming. I need to get to know London again. Breathe it in. Every quiver of its beating heart. Pretty good, pretty good stuff. Sherlock, Sherlock is sold to over 200 territories across the world. The final Sherlock Series 3, His Last Foul, generated 10,000 tweets a minute. It's the biggest show on TV. It's the best show on TV. You can get the whole of Series 3 on iTunes as well as the one to Series 1 to 3 Deluxe Edition with loads of added extras. Get it now. And the re that's the reason we're here. And the even more exciting reason we're here is to welcome the people who make and star in the show. So please welcome to the stage super producer Sue Virtue. There she is. Co-creator and writer, Stephen Moffat. Um, well, it's Benedict Cumberbatch. It's... And let's welcome Amanda Abington. Now, this was the advertised lineup. They're all here. They've all come. Um, they're all taking their time out. But we have got an extra special, previously unannounced guest. Amanda tweeted earlier that it was her special pal, I think. So here comes Amanda's special pal, Martin Freeman. like you're never all in the same place apart from when you're filming Sherlock are you so this is pretty special uh, yeah I guess this feels like you've, you've done a lot of panels you do a lot of Q&A's but this feels like the one after it's all gone out now it's all it's it's done it's the biggest show on TV ratings were higher than ever it's watched by 20 million people in China how does it feel to be Sue how does it feel to be in charge of this absolute cultural phenomenon 
And how does it feel the reaction that you got of this uh, for this series? In charge of it, I think. You're it's in weird. charge. I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm in charge. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite a lineup, isn't it? It is. For a post, yeah. It is. Um, it's fantastic. I mean, look at this. This is fantastic. Yeah. I think, um, and it's great to hear about China, which I think was thirty plus. Thirty million. million. Sorry, yeah. thirty million. Um, but also, we're proud of the show. We love making the show, and it's 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 great to be together again. Yeah. Steve, has, how how does it feel? Does it did the reaction and the the 13.6 million, I think, people who watched it on TV, the first episode and the... Uh, not including iPlayer. Not including uh, iPlayer. 16 million. <laughs> 16 after that. million. Uh, yeah. Did it feel... Were you surprised by just how it's getting even bigger and bigger? Uh, series don't do this. It's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a common myth that series grow. They don't. Uh, hit, hit shows start high and, uh, and slowly drift down. So it's extraordinary for Sherlock to be drifting up. So, yeah, of course it's a surprise. Uh, everything about Sherlock's success, including the 30 million Chinese people, has been <laughs> a success. I heaven knows what they make of it. Yeah, no, I'm sure they love it. Well, yeah. They particularly, the Chinese particularly love you, don't they? Sorry? The Chinese particularly <laughs> love you. Uh, apparently, apparently so. Yes, yeah. apparently yeah. so, which I'm, f I'm, I'm very flattered by. Yeah. D now, in terms of um, this series, let's talk about this series. Yeah. It felt like the series was a lot about kind of deepening your character, your characters, um, and kind of humanising Sherlock. But did it feel that way to you? Did it feel like this was taking a new turn in that sense? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I mean, you know, I think that's what's sort of happened as a character arc over the first two series as well. But where you left him, there was a two-year gap. And I think in that time, he was on his own and just lost a lot of the social skills and contact with humanity that he had through his relationship and friendship with, with John. So I think three is about obviously about this relationship now and also through that um, he discovers far more again about what makes him a better detective and a better human being through his relationship with now Mary and John. Um, but yeah, and also you discover a lot more about him. You even get a, you know, a, a, a glimpse at a suggested backstory and, and the depth of relationship with Mycroft has, 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 has gone some further distance and you, you understand that he came from something. He has two very normal fucking amazing parents <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and uh, <laughs> I always swear when I'm talking about my mother I'm going to get to trouble um, and, um, I yeah I you know that that was a joy to play actually it was really, that was that was a lovely thing to yeah. have to sort of deepen him as a human being um, talking and of your still turn yeah. him in as you know the number one world's consulting detective. detective yeah talking of your I mean that that moment when your parents arrived I was at the screening at the BFI and there was just like a huge sea of warmth kind of went over got over people yeah, it Were was getting hot it was getting hot it was no, uh, it was I uh, no sorry that was uh, yeah. crude <laughs> people. I we talked about this before I'm gonna leave the jokes to Martin it's much better no, that no. way um, I, I, I loved the fact that they were so well received when that happened and it was a lovely sort of slightly delayed ripple of warmth yeah <laughs> uh, the reaction kind of grew oh no uh, <laughs> talk about my parents um, no it, but it did it's just I think because not everyone recognizes them immediately as being my parents I mean I you know even my godparents my some relatives and and you know just long long time family friends sort of sat down on, on New Year's Day and watched it and was sort of in such a state of shock when they thought they heard Wanda's voice and then Tim's and then saw them and it was still sort of a widest shot it just and they went like no 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 you know <laughs> couldn't quite believe it in their yeah. own way watching the telly so yeah it was a lovely thing though no, absolutely brilliant. and how did it feel to have um, the young you played by um, Louis Moffat as well it's lovely and I thought he was amazing yeah. I thought he was amazing he was yeah. so good oh. really really moving he's, yeah. he's, he's doing an audition at the moment good luck Louis yeah. um, 
and uh, yeah, it was very nice yeah. to share his first professional gig with him. Did you force him to audition, Stephen? I bet you did, didn't you? I, I know what you're like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it wasn't. It's not necessarily the, the the thing that delights a parent's heart when your son says, "I want to be an actor." Uh, sorry, I realised <laughs> that was cool. deeply <laughs> offensive. Um, so, uh, and he said he wanted to, to try for the part, and we and we um, we said to him, "Look, you will be up against other actors for the part, and it will be auditioned properly, and we, uh, you know, us two will not have a say in whether or not you get the part." And he said to me, in a sort of understanding tone. You are the worst father ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, he did get the part, otherwise he'd have packed his bags and moved out. Because <laughs> we also said things to him like, you know, you won't get it, you've got the wrong coloured eyes. He said, I'll wear contact lenses. <laughs> <laughs> Did he have his hair done a bit, done, like a kind of dyed? Or was it, no, uh, it yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit darker, yeah, but he, yeah, did bit wear, darker. he did wear blue contact lenses yeah, as well. Right. He was we dressed up our yeah. son as Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> this is the... <laughs> That's this is the headline though. here, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. That's oh, wonderful. Good Similarly wonderful is the casting of Amanda. Now, did you have any other? Was there any other option, or is it always you, you were definitely going to get Amanda for that role? She was perfect for that role. Oh well, uh, <laughs> Amanda's <laughs> looking inquisitive. Um, well, we asked Martin, and he, uh, and at the end of his list, um, <laughs> no, it's, uh, no. Actually, when uh, Mark Sue and I were talking about, it, we just thought, well, obviously, who else would end up with Martin Freeman? There isn't anyone else he's credible with. Uh, so we uh, uh, we went for it. Uh, also, she is. Uh, in addition to that, uh, it turned out luckily an actress. Uh, so uh, we thought yeah. it would be good to. Yeah. She's brilliant. She was, uh, she's worked in several other things. It just it just fitted perfectly, and uh, and this show born of a friendship and a marriage has has always sort of worked that way so why resist it you might think we're keeping the circle tight and it's all a bit nepotistic yeah bloody yeah. right yeah. Nah, yeah. people say there's a problem of nepotism in television but we have no problem <laughs> with it whatsoever <laughs> brilliant at it no Sherlock fan has a problem with nepotism no because you, I mean, no. you the two of you are married in case anyone doesn't know and you've, yeah. you've produced this the greatest show so yeah, no, yeah. now did you though Amanda have any Quam, did you worry about the reaction? You know, people getting annoyed, and but in the end, as soon as we saw you on screen, I think everyone was like, yeah, this is this is working. I was quite it? scared. Yeah. yeah. Initially, when you know, when they announced that I was playing Mary, there would there was a lot of like ripples of, <gasps> she's going to ruin it, and I'm sort of I hope I didn't. I, I don't. No. I mean, they wrote her so that she wouldn't be divisive and she would just be another strong female character, and I, yeah. I hope that comes across. Yeah. Really, yeah. Well, let, before we get into a little chat about that, and before even well, Martin hasn't even spoken yet, and he's like the surprise <laughs> special guest. <laughs> Um, let's have a really look. Here, it's just somebody who looks like. Him. Yeah, no, it's yeah. really him. It's really John him. Sim. <laughs> Don't say that. Let's remind, as if you didn't know. Let's remind ourselves of this key moment from um, from episode one. One word, Sherlock. That is all I would have needed. One word to let me know that you were alive. I've been in contact so many times, but. I'm worried that, you know, you might say something indiscreet. What? Or, you know, let the cat out of the bag. Oh, so this is my fault? Oh, Why am I the only one who thinks that this is wrong? The only one reacting like a human being? Overreacting. Overreacting? John! Overreacting. So you fake your own death and you waltz in here large as bloody life. But I'm not supposed to have a problem with that, no, because Sherlock Holmes thinks it's a perfectly OK thing to do! Shut up, John! I don't want everyone knowing I'm still alive! Oh, so it's still a secret, is it? Yes, it's still a secret. Promise you won't tell anyone. Swear to God! London is in danger, John. There's an imminent terrorist attack, and I need your help. My help? You have missed this. Admit it. 
The thrill of the chase, the blood pumping through your veins, just the two of us against the rest of the world. I don't understand. I said I'm sorry, isn't that what you're supposed to do? Gosh, you don't know anything about human nature, do you? Nature? No. Human? No. I'll talk him round. You will? Oh, yeah. I like him. I thought that's like the key, the key moment, isn't it? When that's such a kind of surprise, really, that you that you've got that attitude. Then yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's good writing. Great writing. Yeah. Great writing. <laughs> Martin, how did it? Feel? Hello. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> uh, I know we are. You're, you're kind of you, you like to do things right properly. Aren't you? How did you feel having your your long term life partner? Mm. Acting up against them, was it? Uh, as you expected, acting together and doing those scenes. How, how We've done bits and pieces before. And we, you know, we met on a job sort of thirteen or fourteen years ago. So we'd we'd done bits together before. Nothing as detailed as this. Nothing as sort of long as this. But um, uh, yeah, I was hopeful that it would work. And I mean, not just because I know Amanda is a fantastic actor, and so, and I she's genuinely a very very good at her job. We hadn't done that much together, but I thought it would work. You know, she'd kind of she knew everybody sort of round and about, everybody connected with the show round and about. Mark had worked with her before and Sue and Stephen in a small capacity before. And, um, yeah, yeah it, it went exactly as I hoped it would, or better than I hoped it would, actually. It was, uh, it was dead easy and uh, a real pleasure to have her around, actually. And was it, was, was it fun filming your wedding? Because obviously, I mean, you're not married. That's terrible. Terrible. Let's <laughs> get that clear. <laughs> Uh, he hated it. <laughs> it was it was really good fun actually. Yeah, it, was, it was yeah. The wedding was I loved doing the wedding. It yeah. was a beautiful few days, yeah. wasn't it? Mm. It was a lovely few days holiday. in a lovely Be set, you, lovely maybe. people. <laughs> yeah, it was Yeah, it was. It was like we got to watch <laughs> Ben do a monologue. Yeah, yeah. For five was, uh, days. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We didn't do anything. We just yeah, sat there going like that. <laughs> yeah. you, you got some great we wedding photos, didn't you? Between takes and playing guitar, I think Rupert was playing a guitar, wasn't he? And we played "Give Us a Clue" with Eunice Stubbs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dream. Ben, ben, you had to learn what, like, like 45 pages of dialogue or something? It was quite a lot, yeah. yeah. It was quite a lot. I didn't learn how many pages it was, but I, it was quite a lot. Um, it was great fun, though. It was, it was very rewarding, and I had the most extraordinary actors to play with in, in that moment. And so I felt very, very supported, and it was genuinely fun. It felt a little bit like a weird one-man show, but with lots of incredible actors <laughs> reacting in the audience um, at certain points. But... Um, it was nice to get to the end of the week and finally discover who they were and have a drink with them <laughs> and have something to eat. And we were all in Bristol. It did feel a little bit like we were out of the comfort zone of either London or, um, or Cardiff. But in a weird way, that made it easier to just sort of isolate myself and just focus on it. It was, it was hard work, but yeah. really enjoyable. And in I, ha I have this yeah. idea of, of them when they're sort of, you know, 95 or something, you look at these wedding photos and thinking, I don't remember any of those people. Yeah, right. Who are yeah. those friends? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we must have been so drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And in that, actually, all, actually, I should mention all the extras as well were, were fantastic. I mean, they were really, so they had really to be there good. for the whole week. Uh, yeah, yeah, they did, and so you know we got to know some of them really well yeah, as well, yeah. and uh, they were they were wonderful and very equally supportive. Actually, yeah. they were ter- terrific to work. It's, with. it's a typically typical audacious piece of, of Moffat writing. I mean, I, that was co-written that whole episode, wasn't it? Mm. The three of you, but to have such a huge, epic, long centerpiece, a mystery that didn't really arrive until quite late on. You didn't even know there was mystery there. So that seems like the most audacious episode so far to me. Did it feel like Oh, it, oh it is. Um, and I think it's the one that, uh, that separates the, 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 the children from the grown-ups, really, because it's, uh, um, you don't even know that there's a mystery that you're ever going to get a solution to until he drops his glass. Right. And we didn't lose a viewer. Yeah. Um, everyone stayed with it. People loved that episode. And yeah, it's a Sherlock Holmes film in which we don't admit there's going to be uh, you know, a heroic uh, crime-solving bit uh, until until very close to the end. I kind of love that episode. I, yeah. I mean, it's one of, one of my absolute favourites. And, and just for the the nonsense of such a long speech being the uh, the centrepiece of it, yeah. as it is at every wedding. Yeah, I've been a best man three times. So get my my fourth <laughs> go at doing a best man speech was excellent. And it had everything because it was brilliant and yet kind of terrible and. Like it was just had emotional and like it kind of was the speech in which we kind of saw the real nature for me anyway of the love between the two of you in a sense. Absolutely, until it tipped into really volatile sort of near <laughs> schizophrenic levels of yeah. a dual purpose, and I think then then it was pretty terrifying and it's oh, back to the normal gear of Sherlock and but loyal as ever he was like now I'm onto this and Vatican cameos obviously being the cue for that yeah. and. But yeah, it was really nice to play with that idea that he's going to be himself and a shit at the beginning and then explain that he is a shit and that's why he's so surprised he's been asked to be a best man, let alone a friend of this extraordinary man that he's lucky enough to have met. And uh, it's a very fine line to tread, very fine line to tread, but I think we got away with it and then you crash him with the mystery. And uh, I thought it was a wonderfully complex bit of storytelling as well. I'm I'm very fond of that episode. Can we talk about how funny the show is? Because... I, read, I don't know if you read critics, but there's a critic in, Ameri- in America in the New Yorker called Emily Nussbaum who wrote a brilliant review who said about the test of a really good serious drama is how funny it is. And, that was brilliant. and, and this, particularly this series felt to me like the funniest one ever and yet obviously it gets brilliantly dark, particularly in episode three. Did it feel that way to you, Martin? There's some such funny stuff going on in this episode. Yeah, there was. I mean, I, I've always liked the fact that Stephen and Mark are, you know, are f- funny writers. You know, yeah. they can do funny, definitely. Um, and we always enjoy the funny bits. I think there, like with that with that wedding uh, episode, uh, you know, I, d- I definitely had reservations about when I read it. Did you? Uh, yeah. yeah, I did because yeah. I, I thought and that we talked about. It, I kind of said, well, is is this gone a bit too, you know, mushy? Is it yeah. gone a bit, you know? And Stephen, because I said, well, it, it it seemed to be well, he's being very very adept at kind of all of a sudden being emotional and being fun. And Stephen was like, no, no, but here's the reasons what you know. Trust me, it's going to be, you know, it'll be explained as to why sort of thing you know and and what we're going to do in episode three is going to completely rip the the rug from under people's feet just as they think that they're seeing a, a slightly different sort of show uh we'll give it to them both barrels kind of thing yeah. it was um, a lot of fun it was a lot of fun mm. doing the drunk stuff wasn't it it, it was, was the drunk stuff the was drunk lovely stuff, yeah. yeah the drunk yeah. stuff yeah. was really good fun. yeah, yeah. 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 i mean I, there, unfortunately there was i'm i'm i regret there was one bit of that drunk uh stuff that was missing 
uh, there was quite when a few bits. Where, well, <laughs> there was a lot. There was a lot of improvisation. Yeah, but there was there was a there was the gay club scene. Oh yeah. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. Come on. Do you remember well that? Done. Welcome to the interweb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. No, but we you talked about that before we came on stage as well. Absolutely, absolutely mullered in the gay club. Was that film? That film. That was yeah. Lots of like lots of topless men going past and us just kind of like being. Why are we here? And I had I had no idea as to why they didn't have their clothes on. Yeah. And eventually it dawned and. Yeah, my my sort of grounding <laughs> shook. <laughs> we have to see that. Why isn't that on the deleted scenes? Uh, no. Next scene. And the, next first, the first cut <laughs> of that uh, drunk scene uh, was interminable. It uh. would have killed you. Oh, it okay. just went on and on and on. Okay. You'd have been hunting them down if we put it all in. Uh, so uh, I think I think it, 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 it's it's quite long, but it got to, I think the right amount of time because yeah. it is the same joke over and over again. It's is how it, often you can do that. Is it hard to play that drunk? Dr- drunk seems to me as a non-actor seems to be a really hard thing to do properly. Well, I mean, you know, I had the excuse that Sherlock is not adept at holding his liquor, but I think we, you know, it's a masterclass watching Martin do it. Um, I, Sherlock's <laughs> drunkenness is is arguably a thing of its own breed. Yes. You know, it's not; it's quite yes. separate. I think. Yeah. So I kind of got off the hook a little bit. Um, there are certain things I probably wouldn't have done if I'd been someone who could hold the liquor a little bit more. But I, I, I it, is it, was, it's it is re- hard. It is really it's hard. Th- and I, th- I think, please God and thank God and everything, we, I think we got I away. Think I think we did all right. I think you but definitely but did. I worry well about a couple of things I did. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, well, I thanks, really like the no, Rizda game. That was my right. favourite. Oh, yeah, right. the, the, yeah, the Rizda game. game was good fun because it was loose. and. But um, but no, it, it, I think as we were both doing, I'm sure yeah. it was going through your head as well. It was definitely going through oh, mine. Yeah. Like this could be Radiant really bad. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah, 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 I'm yeah. going dangerously <laughs> close to being very poor. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> very much, yeah. very very much. That was my favourite bit when he goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can't believe they kept that in. I, that I saw it. Thought that was just me trying to make Ben laugh. But <laughs> that was absolutely the best in. bit. Yeah. Yeah. That was it was. Fantastic. Yeah. And, and moving quickly, I'm going to throw them to you guys, by the way, so you will have your chance very soon to ask your fantastic questions that will, I'm sure, be better than mine. Uh, moving on to episode three. So it all did get very dark in episode three with this absolutely horrific villain. Did you always have him? I know you plan these things very well. So did you always have in mind that we're going to do that particular villain in that type of way? And a big contrast to Moriarty, I guess. Uh, yeah, we, we knew what we wanted to do with Magnuson. We knew uh, because we had, we'd had the villain you sort of kind of love. Uh, with Moriarty because he's, he, he's so adorable and he's so funny. We wanted a villain who just you absolutely re- physically repelled by him uh, and to make you believe that Sherlock Holmes would truly hate him. And the big things we knew that were going to happen in that episode is that uh, we were going to have Sherlock do the fake engagement as he does in the original story, which appalled me when I read it as a child. I couldn't quite, wow. I kept flicking back saying, you did not, that is really horrible. I was really genuinely shocked by it. I kept waiting for him to say something nice about it and he never did, um, which is why I had to write in the scene where she gets her revenge. It was just me, you know, comforting my 12 year old self. Uh, and, the, uh, and the other thing we knew that uh, uh, Milverton dies in the original, he's shot dead. We knew that what we were gonna do was make Sherlock Holmes do that. Mm. Make him say there was nothing, you know, basically, uh, uh, having lost the game, kick over the chessboard, I suppose. You know, yeah, just uh, yeah. just do that because that be, that would be so shocking. But it's what he'd do if John was in that degree of danger. Yeah. He simply would do it. Yeah, because in that episode, he's kind. Of, we've, so we've seen him humanised quite a lot. But in that episode, he does some horrible stuff. He's he's kind of yeah, and he loses. He loses. Right. That's what happens, and that's that's why he does horrible things. And he di- it is it is a form of self sacrifice, but it's because he's outplayed. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, no, he does. He does, yeah. and and I really wanted to do that. I mean, I, you know, I wanted him to be turned into something that was unforgivable, really. 
in a sense, you know, mm. and that it was his responsibility rather than a sort of external circumstance that he was left with no choice because he trapped himself into a corner. And I was thrilled when I read the episode. I thought, this is fantastic. <laughs> I dreamt of other ways that I wanted to kill him, which I'm glad we didn't do. It would have... Like yeah, quite a long meeting with you demonstrating different ways you could kill Maggie. <laughs> I could throttle him. And I was saying, well, it's, you're so, it's a helicopter. Yeah. They're going to shoot you. you, want, you do They're not going to say, is you he? throw yeah. people around some kind of a spaceship and you think you can kill anyone any kind of way. <laughs> um, it's terrible. It really goes to your head very quickly. Yeah. Um, no, but I, yeah, I, I, I'm really happy that there was that dark edge brought back in because there is that with him in the character. And you, know, you, should, you should both feel compelled by his company, but also you should really know how dangerous he is. He shouldn't yeah. be somebody you want to cozy up to. Yeah. And Amanda, you weren't told, were you, when you were doing episodes one and two, of your dark, that you're in fact a genius super spy kind no, of person. No, always, they always said to me, Stephen and Mark always said, look, she's got a secret, but we don't, we're not telling you what it is yet. We, don't, we, haven't, you know, we haven't figured out the minutiae of it. So when we got episode three, Martin and I read it in the sitting room, and when we got to that bit, we were like, oh my God, <laughs> they're going to hate me. I'm just because I basically try and kill Sherlock, although I don't, but, but it was great. It was great playing that because yeah. it's the furthest thing you think she is because you set her up as this very strong but lovable character. And so, she, yeah, she's, when, when, you see her, when you see her turn around, it's always a little, oh, God, she's yeah. so exciting. And do you think if you had known, you might have played it a bit differently? You might have been tempted to kind of give us a few possibly, hints? Yeah, yeah. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Yeah, I would have been more knowing, certainly. Yeah. So it was very nice not having that information, certainly. Yeah. You, th you thought there was something naturally newest skip code, didn't you? Yeah, because yeah, all people know that, right? <laughs> Everybody knows what that is. Yeah. But it's incredible that even though we saw the liar things that people saw, people still kind of didn't actually believe... I didn't believe even see that bit. Love, didn't you? No. you still thought, oh, she might, might be reasons why he thinks yeah. that. There might I be. honestly think it's because you like her. Yeah. Uh, the audience is blindsided exactly the way Sherlock Holmes is. Yeah. She's not the drag you thought the girlfriend might be. She's great fun. She's up for it. She likes Sherlock Holmes. Uh, she knows what a skip code is. She's very calm under pressure. You don't stop to think. Uh, and nobody's really like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, she doesn't. She doesn't know she's the uh, the hero of an uh, an action series. How can she be all those things? So you are blindsided exactly the way Sherlock is because you like her. You ignore the obvious fact that she's yet another maniac in the show. Yeah, yeah. Your fondness for psychopaths, Martin. Yeah. Um, and also, if it's hard to play drunk, hard to be, be flicked in the face like that in that incredible scene, <laughs> horrific scene. Like, um, was yeah. it, how did that work? Did it was it painful? It was it was face? cold and painful. Yeah, yeah. it was like it's three like days. It's, you, wasn't it was it? especially cold when a you know a bigger man than you, which is a lot of people, uh, <laughs> is flick, <laughs> flicking you in the face, uh, sort of quite hard. You know, yeah. quite hard. And I you tried it. I would have cried after the first one because <laughs> <laughs> he's got quite manly fingers as well, isn't he? He's like, his his like fingers are like cricket like bats. Yeah. There's another elm in yeah. your face, it's and they kind of they make that kind of quang. Sound when it hits your the sort of the metallic Isn't sound. That awful? I got the giggles. No, because his skull was resounding. There was like a <laughs> thunk sound that happened when bone hit bone. Oh I mean, God! Uh, yeah, some friend yeah. Of mine, but, but because, I, because yeah, of the light, horrible. It was horrible. because of the light, we had to go yeah. back and do it. It was three days. You were well, something like that. It, it, it wow. went over three. It wasn't three yeah. full days. That no. was all we did. Just yeah. just sunset. That would be bad. But it, it did cross over three days. I think. Yeah. But but Lars was ever so nice about it. He was very apologetic every time he did it. He'd be sort of saying, I'm sorry, sorry. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, he, he's, he's, he was great. I mean, he was yeah. just amazing. I think we were all, uh, even at, at the read-through, we were all like, Jesus Christ, this guy is serious. Yeah. You incredible. Know. He was yeah. so good, yeah. Incredible. And what a brilliant... Uh, the loveliest man. Possible. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Man, I'm not yeah. just saying that. He was, he was, uh, all the crew, all the cast fell in love with him. He was, he was a gorgeous human being. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Did, the, yeah. did the flicking idea... You must, when you came out of that, you must have thought, this is, this is going to be horrible. This is going to really... Well, it's so horribly small and petty, isn't it? Yeah. It's just... 
And everything we tried to do with Magnus, and it was, he just does really petty things, like he wheezes in your fireplace. Yeah. It's, not, it's not a major <laughs> diabolical thing to do. You can't even phone the police and say, get, get, get a squad car around here immediately. He's weed in my fireplace, can you? I think he might flick my face next. You can't do anything. They're not going to send a SWAT team for that. So it was just finding those tiny little things he can do. He ate my olive. I mean, that's... <laughs> Look where he's washing his hands. Well, he's got these tiny little things. Though, isn't it? yeah. It's the stuff you can yes. get away with, yeah. but traumatising, with just slowly chipping away at someone's yeah. sanity and, and think you can get away yeah. with it. I'm really glad I shot his brains out. Yeah. And also, <laughs> typical newspaper magnet as well, obviously. Yeah. Yes. I'm saying that. Let's you don't, not talk you don't about have to agree. You don't have to agree. Well, you're the worker, one who works in print journalism, mate, so yeah, you, you can fly with that one. Magazine's different. We love you, magazines. Um, finally, before I throw, I'm going to throw open in a sec. I just have to ask about Moriarty, obviously. Now, you did manage to incorporate him brilliantly mm. in those amazing, funny kind of twisted fantasy sequences mm. that were brilliant. Clearly, you love Andrew Scott and, you, and you, we saw him at the end. What can you, did you, my, my question is, this may, without giving anything away, is the post-credits bit mm. where you had him, mm. that, uh, that bit, what point did you decide to do it that way, to have that little post-credit extra excitement? Um, that was in the cutting room. It was actually Mark's okay. idea uh, um. when we were cutting. We just thought we'd get one more little blip of him. Uh, and because we'd, we'd shot the live action shot, which we hadn't used in the actual show. And putting that after the credits it was, just a, it was just a final little treat, really, uh, uh, just to wind people up, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. And is this final evidence that you do always lie about these things? Because people ask you always, is Moriarty... And you just I was as surprised as anyone when he turned up. Okay. <laughs> Because he was definitely dead. You can't fake shooting yourself in the face. That's no. a fact. The or back of you? his head came off. I don't know what's going on, and I can't wait the four or five years before we make the next series <laughs> to find out. Don't say that. <laughs> Benedict, do you know what, what's happening there? With, do you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I could do that for two years. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I've done that on many yeah. accounts of many things. Yeah, fine. <laughs> I've got to ask. I've got to ask. Um, let's so uh, let's time. Yes, so I'm to do what's the right in the front, in the middle of the front row. There'll be a mic on its way, so we can all hear you. Um, coming off uh, the, the last series with such great popularity and the great um, chemistry between John and Sherlock, how hard was it to kind of bring that chemistry back to life with this new season? I don't think the chemistry is hard. I mean, you know, because. I've said over and over again that uh, we can't take any credit for the chemistry. That's just luck. It's good luck or bad luck whether you have it or you don't. Um, you know, we have to work at the doing the stuff, you know, but it really helps <coughs> when you get those scripts through. You know, there's nothing more pleasurable, I think, than, you know, every actor wants the next script they get to be fantastic. And we're in a very lucky position that we, you know, every once in a while we do a series where there's three scripts that are all fantastic, you know, um, and it's genuinely exciting to do. So it didn't feel for me like you've got to work at that chemistry because we know each other now and, it, and we know what the drill is and we know how the, how the deal works, you know. Um, but within that, of course, you still have to work hard, you know, like you do with every job. But... I think we kind of, we know our way around it now. I, I mean, I found it a lot easier this time than the second time. Not because of any chemical reasons or whatever, but because of, um, because of just, I, I don't know, the first gap between the first and the second was a little bit weird. I, mean, I remember staring at you on the first day going, oh yeah, I saw you on the television two years ago being rather good in something in the summer. In the summer, that changed. Um, and uh, I don't know, yeah, no, it was much easier this time, much easier, which I was slightly wary of. I thought, oh, am I getting a bit too comfortable and the things we have to shift a little bit? Um, that's, that's my biggest fear, actually, is, is really it being sometimes too easy because of the scripts, because of 
what we've already established and how we work together. And I kind of go, well, you know, we've got to keep evolving it and developing it and, and you know, rethinking it. Um, but we will. We'll manage that for the next lot, I'm sure. Yeah, I think part of the part of the thing that I'm sure we're all mindful of from every department of us is mindful of, I guess, is not playing your reviews. You know, of not kind of because you know when we first did this, we filmed it four years ago. There were no reviews, and people seemed to quite like what we did. And we did that with no hindsight, with no knowledge about, about um, oh yeah, they'll like it if we do this, or or I think I, I'll try this because I I liked it when my eyes did that. Nothing like that. Do you know what I mean? It's very hard to do this now. Well, it's impossible now to do it in a vacuum and pretend this isn't, you know, a successful show. Thank God it is. But um, I think it's a good, you know, my inner Catholic wants me to be rigorous and, you know, uh, strict about about being the way that we were so four years ago. Protestant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same. Maybe not quite as strict, but still, yeah. Ah, you pussies. <laughs> Burn baby bell. <laughs> Stop, my, stop with the religion. Yeah. My inner Jew is going to go to that lady there in the second row. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hi. Um, my question's for Martin, Amanda, and Benedict. Um, what were your favourite memories filming Series 3? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pick it's one. It's hard. There were lots. There were lots. There were lots. I had a lot of fun. I really had a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> There was a night I wasn't feeling too good that would go down in history. It's probably one of the worst nights I've ever had on set. But um, I don't know. Christ, it's really hard. When it when it's sung in the in the in the wedding episode, that was great. The drunk scenes, the wedding planning with the three of them, two of them, or three of us, was great fun. Um, and oh Christ, you guys going down, I'll remember a specific thing. I liked shooting you. Oh yeah. Um, and I liked marrying you. And. <laughs> and I, I really liked um, I loved the scene in episode one when um, when you're shaving your moustache and I go oh I really I, that was a lot of fun to do um, that was my favourite scene from that episode was it? yeah very much so yeah. thanks yeah. that's your favourite scene? oh yeah it is yeah. <laughs> I wasn't in it oh the one you were in yeah go on I had, fun, I had fun. Well, I did have a lot of fun all the way through. Actually, uh, you know, the wedding was really, yeah, so really did good we. fun. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think I had more fun than you, though. Um, <laughs> the wedding was great fun. I really lo also loved uh, in again in episode three when we were watching. I feel like an eight-year-old watching all the soldiers walk up and down. You know, like when we were at, oh, yeah, when we were at the barracks. Amazing. That was great. I loved that. I really, really loved that. It was amazing. But I also liked it, you know, we, when we did, you know, really rough stuff. And, <laughs> yeah, and I was, you know, thinking violent thoughts. Like when you were getting married. <laughs> exactly. I was just wondering, because being, being like an actor in that is a really risky business to be in, I was just wondering if you had any advice for any young people wanting to go into acting, because that's what I want to do. Thanks. Sorry, yeah, that was it. Just look to one person <laughs> to answer yeah. a question for three, and you'll be fine. No, I, uh, stick with it. Just con consume culture, know a little bit about what you're part of, but hold on, hold really true to who you are and what you've got to offer, because that's the first thing when you walk into a room, that's how you appear to the world. You know, and you can transform and shape shift, and you can do all that stuff and hatbox fun, but you have to know who you are. You have to have a solid base for, for anything you can then prove you can become. Um, I don't know what stage you at because that's the kind of vital qualifier of drama school. Okay, 
Say again, sorry. Ah, cool. So you're yeah, right. So you're auditioning. We'll just get as many people to that you can bear to see your audition piece. Just be really bold and brave about it. Get it out there. Don't be frightened of of sharing that because that's what you've got to do when you walk in the room with two or three strangers who are going to evaluate your work. And just is it still a Shakespeare and a modern, or or have they? Yeah, Shakespeare and a modern. So just just keep just keep rehearsing, keep practicing it. You've got a recall. Well, you you're doing really well. So just take that confidence. And just keep going with it. I'm going to pass over to these two now because I'm getting bushy. <laughs> Everything he just said is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but that is just absolutely wrong. No, yeah, I would probably concur with that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, good luck. It's it's as it's as insane and mad and. Uh, joyous as you would hope it would be you know the whole thing is and i think you can only you you are your own judge and you you have to be your own worst and best critic i think and um at the end of all the other advice and all the other um sort of feedback that you will get for the next however many years it's only going to be you who follows that your own path really um work hard you know be on time learn your lines do all the stuff you know like all the 101 stuff i mean because that stuff's important you know um and you know be be nice, but not too nice. <laughs> and I'd say, remember to enjoy it. That's because you can sometimes forget. And also, you absolutely have a right to be there. And remember that, because sometimes you forget that you you know that you don't have a right to be there. You're you know you'll be a good actor, and just work hard and remember enjoy it. And you have a right to be there. And good luck. Good luck. Really good luck. What aspect of your character do you most identify with? I think we should answer that about each other. I'm my own worst judge. Yeah, so am I. It's dangerous, but shall we? I don't know. Or do you want to... Mm. Oh, uh, I don't know. Maybe not. Which, what, so which one of my, chari- which one of my characteristics do you think I'm... You could say where I'm like him. Where are you like him? him. Okay, okay. Uh, uh, you're like Mary in that you have... Boobs. You have her... Energy. I think you share her kind of very, very vibrant energy. And with I her. kill people through her. And you kill people. <laughs> She's very quick-witted, as you can tell. <laughs> ben, uh, ben, you're a bit like Sherlock. Oh, God. It's hard, isn't it? Because, I mean, you, you've said, uh, you know, you've said many times, and it's, you know, and you're being modest, but it's true. It's like, well, who the fuck is like Sherlock? I mean, like, no one's like you're Sherlock. You're quite meticulous. You know I mean? Like, you like you have attention. You, your attention to detail is very... Um, uh, and I can be incredibly scatty, which is both yeah. him as well, I suppose. Yeah. You know, that kind of real flip between incredible concentration and focus and being a bit like, ah, ah, yeah. is it a butterfly? Mm. Um, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. But hopefully my empathy skills are a bit better. That's, yeah. that's why I'm least like him. I'm much more sort of cuddly and touchy-feely than he is. Um, uh, next. Yes, we all chimed in an agreement there, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah. you're loyal and lovely. Oh. Everything anyone says about me is like me sound like a fucking dog. But also, <laughs> also, you have a bite. You're quite ruthless as well. Yeah. I'm ruth. I'll get where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing yeah. to remember when you're at Guildford. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck everybody else. <laughs> That's good to be loyal and lovely, loving. That's better than being a cock. I can be impatient. I can be impatient. My mu- I'm in the scene with my yeah, mum. I'm forcing her out the door. There's a version of that that we play at home where I'm kind of leaving <laughs> and I'm like going down the stairs and she's still talking to me. 
which is awful. And I don't know. Oh, it's, it, <laughs> we love each other. It's just the dynamic, you know. Um, and sometimes it's the other way around. Uh, uh, but yeah, that's that's something I'm a little bit like him. I can be I can be impatient sometimes, not to the level, but yeah, a little bit. Hello. Um, I, like many other people, have really enjoyed seeing the supporting characters develop, in, especially in Series 3, and I was wondering if there's any chance of maybe a Molly and Mary spin-off where they mm. drink wine whilst the boys are off solving Well, there cases. should be. <laughs> there really, really should be. <laughs> Steve, got there's time a for crime a and they don't have a clue what to do about it. They say, oh, what? Pity Sherlock's not here. Bugger. <laughs> I want the Lestrade spin-off where he solves nothing. <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Lestrade investigates. Not a fucking clue. <laughs> no, it'd be not. I'd love to work with Lou. She's great. And it would be like to have some, if, you know, if and when it goes again, it would be nice to certainly we could, love We could research stuff. it, though, couldn't we? Yeah. Us three. I think yeah. we could talk about yeah. maybe a sitcom. <laughs> Steve, Steve, you've got time to write it, haven't you? Come on. Yeah, he's not busy. Yeah. Get your finger out, for God's sake. Come on, that's fine. How do you feel about the internet fandom you have, because you are everywhere. I mean, you only have to log on to Tumblr to see all of your faces. How do you feel about your fandom? Faces. And yeah, all your faces. <laughs> how do you feel about the success you've got from this show? And I don't know, just how you feel about it. I'm not answering that. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> it's very, very touching when people are properly, creatively engaged in a show you're making. I mean, it genuinely is, and I, I say this about the other one too. Uh, there is no greater flattery uh, than people not simply consuming it, but making more of their own. To look at a show and say, "I think I've got that. I think I could. I think I could do better than that. I think I could make something out of that." That's the beginning of becoming a creator yourself. So, uh, in a genuine, proper, heartfelt way, I'm saying that a fandom is the cradle of the next generation of creative people. That's fantastic, that's amazing. There is no bigger compliment. There's a weird thing where you can't really respond to it. You can't really interact with that because that's the wrong way around. Because it's not like we're there to, to, to mark your work and say, no, you've got it all wrong. That's, that, would be, that's, that, that would be horrible and limiting. Eventually what happens with things like that is people make up their own stories, their own versions their own pornographic versions in many cases. Um, and well, what's wrong with do porn? They? Do they? Yeah, they do. Yes, it's... it's, really? it's um, I uh, they're very happy. Um, it's very happy. Oh. Yeah, no, oh, you, yeah, you, are, you are both very well happy. Well um, <laughs> it doesn't see daylight for long, mate, so who knows? Um, it's... Uh, so you're... <laughs> That mean? <laughs> Never mind. Um, but no, but in, but genuinely, all of that response is is brilliant, and uh, and and I, I, even that, even that thing, it's it's extraordinary that it has that response. People become creative. Oh, Benedict, pull yourself together. <laughs> so good. That's so good. I thought I was. Somebody else's goal. Come on. Getting it, obviously not. I find I find yeah. There's a, it's a it's a it's a mix. It, I don't really look at it that much, to be honest. I don't. It is it is a form of flattery to be impersonated and carried on. And of course, it's 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 the bed seed. It's the bed. It's the seed of other things and creativity. And that's come back in the culture in good ways, as with our show in a, in an odd sort of a way, right? But um, uh, yeah, I, I don't engage with it personally that much. I don't. But um, I think the level of creativity and imagination is pretty cool. Um, from what I've heard, that's that's but not dismissiveness it's, it's, or, or 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 not being uh, pleased by it. It's just that 
you can't interact with it. That's you not can't how really, it works. You can't really, especially when it's not what you're doing with the character yourself, if you know what I mean. Uh, it's just, you, ca you can't. Sorry? <laughs> what? Should I stop now? I gotta stop now. Have you heard the fan orchestra? <laughs> the which orchestra? The fan orchestra. No, no. They're great as well. What's the fan orchestra then? Well, they, they, they all play online, oh, wow. but oh, together. Oh, and a, oh, yeah, there's a Doctor Who one, there's a Sherlock one. Oh, well, it's literally uh, people in their own homes playing diff the different orchestral parts oh, okay. of, yeah. uh, of the various uh, things. And they all get together and play the Sherlock music, sometimes the Doctor Who music. It's an amazing thing. That'd be mm. brilliant. And there's loads of there's that someone did a Sherlock meets the Doctor video that was edit, incredible, wasn't it? which is extraordinary. Yeah. Um, they eloped together, and John was very sad. Um, <laughs> it's extraordinary. The two most asexual characters on television he eloped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be standing yeah. in that control room saying, hmm, "I don't know, <laughs> I don't care either." Uh, but anyway, it's brilliantly yes. done. Brilliantly yes. done. So again, all that response is absolutely amazing. Martin, any any? any yeah, <clears throat> you know, it's all good. <laughs> Some of it is some of it is really really good, and I, when I, I remember when I first saw it, I was really amused by it, and I was really um, tickled by it, you know, because some of it was very creative, and some of it, some of the art was really interesting <laughs> and really creative and fantastically done. I like it when it's fun. Yeah, I think when it becomes like a political doctrine, yeah. that for me is n not fun. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I think when it's to be taken lightly or when it's to be taken with a with a lightness of touch that's one thing but then when it becomes um stalinist <laughs> and when it becomes like no this is actually better than what you're doing right. then i think well fine i, I don't need yeah. to engage with that yeah. you know but most of it shows an incredible level of engagement doesn't it just fondness for the show yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely yeah. yeah it comes from yeah. a very good place and yeah. some of it is startlingly brilliant yeah. i mean artistically yeah. it's just yeah. amazing the i saw a brilliant one the other day of, of uh oh, it was molly sherlock john and mary and then in the middle there was Redbeard, and they'd done it like Scooby-Doo, and it was so good. I, so I want a print of it to put up in our house. I'm sure someone will send you a Yeah, they should. Um, they should I do it now. I think we're running out of time, because there is another event after this. We could talk all night, obviously, for the next few days. Let's all go back um, to ours, come on. Uh, but I think, I think I've got to wrap it up. But I just want to ask one more thing to try and extract from you. How long will we have to wait, Sue? Come on, for the next series. Can you tell us anything about that? We're anything? discussing. Okay. That's it. Discussing. That's all I can say. I tried. I tried. <laughs> I just want to get some closing cheers before I s thank the panel. Uh, Sue, Stephen, Benedict, Amanda and Martin. Uh, so brilliant for you all to come, to take time to answer my stupid questions and their brilliant questions. And thank you all for coming. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much.